content may not be appropriate for all listeners. Listener's discretion is advised. Listeners to WTF, you talking about the podcast where we don't know what we're talking about until you do. I'm Katie and I'm Decker, and we're here to ask each other why the fuck is it so hot in here? Yeah, That's... you know, I have the window open, I had the fan going, and now, like, do we need the door open even? I mean, maybe I take off my clothes, <laughs> it's off now. <laughs> there you go. Oh. If you're hot too, feel free to cool down somehow. Oh, I'm, like, I'm not gonna tell you guys to start stripping, that's a little weird. Um. <laughs> But if that's what you do, you do you. I know that's what I just did. I'm just wearing shorts. Oh, hi, cat. Oh, <gasps> cat! But yeah, we don't know what we're talking about. Ever, really. Basically. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. So, we, yep, uh-huh. <laughs> what are our categories? Well, a we... cat! Oh my god. <laughs> well, that's one of them, no. That's one? Uh, a cat, a gory. Hey! <laughs> well, we have six of those. There's true crime, paranormal, history education, science technology, entertainment, and current events. So we're going to use an eight-sided die. So if you roll a one, you're going to roll a six-sided die for those same six categories, except it has to be local, so Idaho or any state bordering Idaho. And if you roll an eight, then that's a wild, and you can talk about whatever the hell you want. So that's cool. Yeah. And it's like winning the lotto. Yeah. And I think, did you, did you roll a current events or an entertainment? I rolled a local current events. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, Decker, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, that is an excellent question, because I had Eggland. several things, I had several things lined up. No, not on the picture. Okay, um, I, yeah, so I got local entertainment, or current events, and I already forgot what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> and what was... Do we want to wait for the airplane? Oh, is that the airplane? Um, I don't know where I fucking left off. But, um, yeah, so I got current um, events with of a local variety. <laughs> fucking, that plane ruined everything. There goes my entire flow. Um, but I got that, and I already had several things planned for this weekend, so it really worked out. And so this is going to be a, a mashup of two of them, because sadly, the one I really want to talk about was kind of very lame. Mm. And it really bummed me out. I have a feeling I know a which one was. that was. Yeah, so I'm going to be talking about the Boise Music Festival and uh, Repop, just because I'd never uh-huh. been there before and I heard really cool things about it. So let's start off with Boise Music Festival. So the Boise Music Festival is a you know yearly event where different bands come together. Normally there's several main groups mm-hmm. with like uh, like a great headliner, right? Yeah. So... That was disgusting. I'm sorry I ever did that to you. That was sputum that landed on your hair. But the problem was is that the the saliva was like a bubble. Was like a bubble. And so like I saw it land, but like it didn't disappear. It like grew and looked at me and I just couldn't have it. I was like, I am sorry. I'm disgusting. Well, I have to go now. (laughs) No! (laughs) Anyways, carry on. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, Stupid mouth. But so... Normally, like, we have, 
major bands, and it's more than just one. So fun fun fact. Mm-hmm. When I was in college, this would have been, I want to say the first Boise Music Festival was... So 2010? 2009? In, I think it was 2010, because I'm pretty okay. sure it was between my freshman and sophomore, sophomore year. My, <laughs> freshman and senior year. <laughs> I, I mean, somewhere in there. Uh, my <laughs> friend Amanda and I went, we got there super early in the day, and we sat there all day and got like super close to see the Backstreet Boys, because that was one of the main names. Fuck. Um, Brian was not there, so it was just four of them. But the Backstreet Boys were there, Macy Gray was there, uh, other people's names who I don't remember because this was many years ago were there. Yeah, so this one was really bummed me out, and I'm glad I got to go for virtually no cost to go see like the music festival because I went in to go see all the different headliners at all the different um different stages because there's mm-hmm. five main stages, right? You have your you have your country pop, you have your rap, you have your um rock alternative, then you have your family friendly one, and then you have the main stage. Right. Mm-hmm. The family friendly one, I feel like when I went there, I was like, I felt like it was the same guy that I normally saw there because the family friendly one had the same Taekwondo instructor, like <laughs> back to back. Uh-huh. So it was like, someone, Taekwondo, someone, Taekwondo, someone, Taekwondo. That makes perfect sense for a music festival. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the family friendly section, so it's like if there's music that, like, maybe kids is bop. not so. <laughs> kids bop. <laughs> kids Now that's what I call music 52. Oh, oh my. Um, <laughs> Remember when, like, those were, like, in, like, the single digits? Yeah, one of the, the like, most played cassette tapes between my brother and I. Um, cassette tapes? Yes. I believe it was a cassette tape of now one. Like, singular. Singular. One, the, the first, first now. one. Wow. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I went there, and there wasn't, and there was, like, no bands that rang a bell or that looked interesting. Mm-hmm. Which really sucked. I, I mean, so we had the for the um the country oh that's what it was. Country slash singer songwriter acoustic was okay. that. So that one had book. yeah. So that one had one person's name that I actually know of. But the reason why I know that name is because they were like friends with my brother. And oh. her name was Maddie Zam. If you ever watched American Idol, which I don't think you ever did, but um like, at least not the recent seasons, because I think no. this was, like, two seasons ago. She actually made it on American Idol and was oh. there, I think, for, like, the first three rounds before she uh, left. And now she goes and tries to do music stuff, and she's actually going to be there. I was like, okay, that's cool. It's nice to see, like, a local artist who, like, went off and was kind of coming back. But there was not a lot there. What was really disappointing was pretty much the main thing that I knew that everyone was there for... <laughs> Was for Pitbull. Mm-hmm. That's and that was at eight p.m. So for, you have from ten thirty a.m. to ten p.m. Virtually nothing else that was remotely exciting. And the main group that I got to see was my brain was going to say Boys to Men, but that's because that's who I'm going to compare it to. Um, they were called uh, Color Me Bad with two <gasps> D's. Yes, that one. Did I, they sing "Sex You Up"? I believe they did. The thing was, yes. I don't, I didn't know all the names of all their songs. They did do. That's the only um, one that matters. Uh, they did Rock With You, which was from the set. It's a mm-hmm. 70s song. Like, Rock With You. Yeah. All night. And I love that one. Um, but that one was very fun to watch because they had, um, they had some decent stage presence. I was a little 
underwhelmed by it because they had like one main dancer and the rest of them were like doing you know like that job that softer where where it's just like they're just like oh so yeah they, they just gesture with their hands and they just walk around like like they're kind of lost and like asking for directions maybe <laughs> um can you can you show me the way to the end of the song yeah i know because they always like they sing sing lean back hand out lean in uh-huh. walk away Right? The typical, like... See, I've people, never... want, people want to laugh about the, like, choreographed, like, boy band things, but they were always doing something, not this, just, like, yeah. wave your arm around. Well, because <laughs> the thing about, like, you can be a singer, but when you are on a stage, you have to be a performer. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, if you're doing the acoustic thing, right, you're playing on the guitar and stuff, you still need something about your presence on stage to be noteworthy. Otherwise, it's just, you're just another person there strumming an instrument... And just making sounds, right? But, uh, Color Me Bad, he did it. He was successful. He has become a sweatshirt. There's birds now, too. Man, we're getting an audience. We're getting all the animals to listen to our show now. After the Tonys, I got a message from Colleen and Jillian that they were like, by the way, there's a bird in your driveway. I was like, the fuck? And I went outside, and there was a bird sitting in the driveway. It seemed like like a baby bird. Oh. And so I like I got a shovel and kind of like nudged it. It was <laughs> it was, like, it was, was still like alive. A shovel and no, 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 no. It was still alive. But I got a shovel and just like nudged it so that it would walk towards the grass instead of sitting in the driveway. We couldn't figure out how it got there. We, either A, it like fell out of a nearby tree, or B, it somehow ended up in like the undercarriage of Christian and Emily's car and took a ride. <laughs> Catch a ride! Because it was right where they had been parked. That's weird. <laughs> um, also, Mac is, like, deciding whether or not he wants to take a step into my bag or not. It's <laughs> just, like, a full of extended. Um, but, yeah, Color Me Bad was, like, the only one where I was like, that looks interesting. And I actually didn't know of them before. I know that one song. That's the only one that matters. But they had some fun stage stuff going on. But all the other bands I was looking at, I'm like, I've never heard of you. And when I was walking around listening to them. They just sounded very... It was almost as if I could tell they were there to do a bit mm-hmm. versus actually there to make a show. Was the saddest part. And also, there were not a lot of vendors either. I mean, and I'm not talking about vendors like, I need all the corn dogs in the world or like stuff like that. I'm talking about like actual merchants selling their products. Uh-huh. We were walking around and there was, I think, maybe 25 tents total oh. at the max. There was not a lot and virtually all of them were closed. Really? That's like, weird. And there was maybe three booths with um uh three booths with jewelry. There was two with chiropractic stuff who advertised <laughs> and th- like this is a thing, and maybe like you can tell me something I don't know about this, but on their thing, one of the main things they had uh, talked about or like had had displayed there was that um going to a chiropractor can help with your ADHD. What? That's what I'm saying. Well, I was like I've never heard that before. Um, you know, I, like and maybe I just don't know the science behind it because maybe it's like your body's on alignment so you're constantly fidgeting because you can't get comfortable. But that's not ADHD. That's like restless that's legs. Being uncomfortable. That's like yeah, being uncomfortable. So like for me, I'm like you can't. Help I'm just me with I'm my trying ADHD. to figure out. I no no I don't I mm, mm. like I couldn't think of a way like is unless there's something else that they do. <laughs> if I snap your neck enough times, you'll stop having problems. You'll die. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, Color Me Bad was the one I actually very much enjoyed mm-hmm. for the most part. I didn't get to stand on for Pitbull because I had to go head up the crouch. Um, 
Which, speaking of which, for anyone that's local here or in the nearby vicinity, if you guys want to go see an awesome show, I did watch their Newsies, which premiered yesterday, and the choreography was fucking bomb. I know I, one of the kids that's in it. I look. I, I love the entire time. Hey, you know? sit down. I say you should also know one of the kids that is in it, as we were in the same musical together. Yeah, Yale. Yeah, Yale did a fantastic job, and he's a sweet kid. Yeah, I really enjoyed that show. But other than that, the only other thing that was going on was there was a grand reopening uh, for Repop, mm-hmm. and Repop is a mix between like a oh gosh, how do I want to say this? It's not like a Hobbytown USA. It's like if a comic store. Uh, met with like a uh, I think I want to say sp- uh, S- Spencer's is that right? Yeah, or like a Hot Topic. <laughs> yeah, because I knew it was one or the other. Because one of them is like a little bit more geared towards like uh, it has more like goofy stuff in it, and the other one's like a little bit more adult. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one it is, whether it's Hot Spencer's Topic. Spencer's is more adult. Spencer's more adult. Um, <laughs> but I went in there and they had their grand reopening. And it was fairly small. They had a collective of Avengers there. I just saw, like, one guy outside with, like, his were captain. Those, were those from the, like, Boise Avengers? Yes. Uh, their Treasure Valley Avengers group or whatever yeah. the hell it is. Yeah. So, like, they had some people there just, like, in, you know, basic costumes. Mm-hmm. Nothing too extravagant. Definitely people who, they weren't really acting. They were just in an outfit. Mm-hmm. Which, that always bums me out. Because like, if you're going to be, like, you don't have to be that like that character in a sense like you don't have to look like steve rogers but don't just be like like, like, i'm just in a costume and i'm an avenger like it's like the music thing like give me a performance make me excited for it like the the fun thing about color me bad too was they walked out and they had all these roses and boy did everyone just lose their shit because like my god flowers yeah and they're just chucking roses like you get a rose you get a rose i'll marry all of you Uh (laughs) like the bachelor (laughs) um but i went up there they had some cool stuff like i showed you my picture which the reason why i picked it out was is justin hillgrove which you guys have stuff all over your house with justin hillgrove love his stuff and i love it because it's also studio ghibli Mm -hmm. and it just made me so excited but it's also so where the wild things are. Yeah. And so I love that a ton. And they also had... Did you ever play Earthbound? No, but I have heard of this. It's Well, it's like uh, <laughs> it's it's like a secret gem. It's kind of like Zombies like... Ate My Neighbors to me, which uh-huh. is like no one's ever played it, but I think it's an amazing game. Um, they had the Peanuts crew in as the Earthbound team. Oh. So like Charlie Brown was Ness, and then like Snoopy was like the dog, and... I think the one that was supposed to be, uh, what's his name? Mr. Saturn mm-hmm. was uh, Woodstock. Oh. <laughs> Just Woodstock's head. Cute. And so I was like, those are cool. But they had some really fun stuff in there that, I guess, local artists, are, they mm-hmm. make that stuff. I even saw a Kitsune mask. That looked pretty cool, but I was also like, I'm not going to shell out that kind of cash. Because mm-hmm. it was a little, like for me, it was I think it was about 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm like, I'll do 35 like for sure. Because I was like, this would be kind of fun to bring to like, my Pathfinder mm-hmm. thing. Just because like for like acting purposes. But um, new store had some fun stuff in it. Nothing super exceptional though, so you could probably find it online if you wanted to. But overall, eh, not bad. So the, the final verdict on this one is: this week's current events were kind of like, I mean, they're not horrible. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I kind of felt bad because I was hoping to like see like an amazing headliner or like an amazing show, and there just really wasn't anything because th- there were several other bands there. But as soon as I walked by to go listen to them, like after the first song, I was just like, I'm kind of over it. And mm-hmm. I just like left. And so I just ended up, oh no. That's fine. He didn't need his face. Um, but yeah, in the end, it was really just, uh, I think I had, I didn't even eat anything there because everything looked like it would virtually, like it would send me to the bathroom. Oh, was like, oh I, good. I, all the like the smells and stuff, and they had cup up there, but I was like, that stuff's just grease and I'll die. They had what? <laughs> Cup up. Do you not know what cup up is? Uh-uh. Uh, it's a Korean barbecue place. They actually, so you can get a bowl and then you can choose either beef, chicken, or like a, a veggie version. Mm-hmm. And you pick a number and that's the level of spiciness to like uh, flavor level. So like, mm-hmm. um, like one is just like kind of sweet, just sauce. And then tens like, you're going to hate your bathroom trip. <laughs> I had a 10 once, and my director was like, Why would you that's that? a bad choice. I'm like, watch me. And then I did it, and I was fine. Till the end of the day. And I was like, take choice. that! I didn't have to leave during my shift. <laughs> that was fun. And then it was a bad choice. But yeah, so. Well, interesting. That's too bad. It really was a shame, and for me, I think what would have been, what would be really cool is to either have more local artists there, because I didn't see a lot of local artists in the area, or we need to find a way to get some other kind of maybe not like the most popular groups, but stuff that's at least known enough. So that way you can that way you can have these groups that maybe are lesser known, right? Yeah. Because it just it doesn't get me excited to want to go to that. And the minimum ticket price for that was forty bucks because it was thirty five plus five dollars for taxes. Jesus. Yeah, so the minimum entry was forty bucks, and I would have been disappointed if I paid forty bucks. Yeah, a ticket, which is just well, sad. When, when we went. When it first started, it used to be a free festival. I remember that, yeah. Down at Ann Morrison. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the reason why prices are that high is because they didn't have a lot going on there and they needed to make up for cost. Because they knew that people Possibly. probably wouldn't pay. Yeah. Um, that And Pitbull, he's not... I don't think of him as a performer, personally. And it's fine if you disagree with me on it, but the reason why is he just... He always says his tagline, Mr. Worldwide. He sings mm-hmm. and walks around, but he doesn't perform for you. Yeah. Like, I can sing and walk around. Anybody can do that. Like, But I want you to give me a show. If I'm going to pay $40, mm-hmm. give me a show. It'd be like if we decide, like, let's say we um, did uh, Pippin again, right? Mm-hmm. But instead of us acting it, we just read from the script, <laughs> right? Anybody can do that. But I want you to... Pull me into the mm-hmm. environment. Make me want to start jumping up and down and just, like, sing along. Whereas I'm like, yeah. yeah. His music is great for Zumba. I used a lot of his music when I was teaching Zumba. Yeah. So, it's great to listen to, but I paid to... But, like, yeah. if I'm going to go there, I want to watch it, too. Uh-huh. If I want to listen to it, I just go on Spotify. It always makes me think of uh, Big Mouth. Uh, fucking... What's Jay's dog's name? Is it... It's... it's his name is featuring Ludacris, but it is a pit bull. Uh, oh look, it's your pitbull featuring Ludacris. Oh yeah, <clears throat> shit. What was it? His name is just featuring Ludacris. Huh? Because well, it is oh, a pitbull. I didn't want a YouTube bit. Um, look what you've done. Yeah, pitbull is just named featuring Ludacris. Yep, Jay's pitbull featuring Ludacris. Perfect. I, don't, I love <laughs> that. Was it? Doesn't he have like a moment where he like yeah he's like an existential uh-huh. crisis? Oh, such a sad face. Uh. Um, that's a good show though. But yeah, so hopefully next year they have something more exciting because honestly, if it keeps going in this trend, I mean, they also had rides. Really? Yeah, they had like 
um, a sky chair. They had the kamikaze ride that you're... Oh, the sky chair thing is just part of the fairgrounds. Right. Oh, well, maybe that's why it wasn't moving. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why would I want to pay to just not move on a chair? Say that's uh, just part of the, the fairgrounds. That'd be like if I go to Lagoon and they just leave me up there for the whole day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm not going to lie. I did get stuck on Lagoon, like, on that ride once. On Lagoon. On Lagoon. All of Lagoon. On the Lagoon, in the Lagoon. Um... By the lagoon, for the lagoon. But, like, they had some rides. The thing was, like, they also didn't have crazy rides. They didn't have a lot of them. So the problem was, anyone that bought, like, those, like, tickets to do stuff... We're all going There was, the like, seven rides, and the lines were stupid long. Uh-huh. So it wasn't even worth going to those attractions. So, I, for me, I just think that entire thing fell flat, and it needs to have better planning, better headliners, and then if you want to have local talent or lesser-known people, you got to have the things that are known. Otherwise, no one's going to To bring the go. people there, yeah. Yeah. And it's just a shame, because, like, you know, if I wanted to go perform on stage, I'm not expecting people to come see me. I'm expecting them to go see someone else, and hopefully they hear They'll my stuff and like you. it. yeah. Right. I have so. a friend that's performed at Bison Music Festival quite a few times. Uh, he's a local rapper. Um, and he, he also performs with Tech 9 every time he comes to town. Tech nine? I don't know. Oh my god. Yeah, Tech Nine. Like What's Tech Nine? It, he's he's a guy that does musics. Oh. Cool. Um Sorry, I like I was thinking like it was like an event. Oh no. Was my brain. I was like Tech Nine was No, that? like Tech Nine the dude. Tech Nine. Um I I don't know how to explain Tech Nine. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so Okay. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, I had an eventful weekend as well, but it sounds like I just had a better weekend in general for the events. Yeah, no, you really, really <laughs> fucking did, from what I heard, Miss... <sighs> <laughs> so we uh, went to Vegas for the weekend, and it was it was a super quick trip. We left Friday at, like, our plane left at, like, 5.40. Uh, we got into Vegas at 9, and then we flew out of Vegas Sunday morning at 8, was when we... Uh, Left the tarmac. So it was not a long time, but we had an eventful time while we were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we On Saturday was when we were doing most of our stuff. We went to the Haunted Museum. Uh, the, let me give the full name. Uh, Zach Bagans Haunted <laughs> Museum. <laughs> I know! The fucking Bagans is! <laughs> uh, and I was pretty excited for this. For those of you that are just jumping in to our show, if this is your first episode and you don't understand our, you know, infatuation for love Vegas, hate relationship. We do. I love the man so much. I hate, and I just, ugh. I hate, what is the word? What's the word I'm looking for? I love him. I would want to go see him. I would like to hang out with him. And I'd hate every second of it. But you would also love it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. I feel like everything he says says would be like so overly dramatic to where I'm just like, nah, fuck no, mm-hmm. dude. He's like, dude, I opened up, <laughs> I I drive like 50 miles over the speed on the freeway. Nah, but I, you don't. I'll. <laughs> so I'm gonna read you the uh, blurb. Blurb. So the 11,000 square foot property built in 1938 was originally owned by Cecil S. Wengert, a prominent businessman. Through the years, hostile spirits have been rumored to roam the halls, terrorizing past occupants, family members who passed away, those uh, there whose energies remain. Uh, Longtime Las Vegans even claim dark rituals took place in the home's basement during the 1970s. And it is a fairly large house. Um, Paranormal enthusiasts visiting Zach Bagans, the haunted museum, will venture down creepy winding hallways and secret passages into more than 30 rooms that rival scenes from Hollywood horror films, 
setting the stage for frightening facts about each paranormal piece, such as the Dybbuk box, known as the world's most haunted object. The vintage wine cabinet inspired the movie The Possession and is said to house a malicious spirit. Shortly following its arrival, mysterious protruding holes began to appear in the walls around the artifact as if something were trying to break out from within the exhibit. A Las Vegas marketing executive and Bagans both witnessed a black-cloaked figure passing through the exhibit's closed door during a private tour. That's weird. A marketing executive <laughs> also spotted this? Oh, this, boy! This has also been seen by multiple guests and staff at the museum. Among the hundreds of terrifying... <laughs> Did you just... I... What? I thought you were making your pecs dance. <laughs> <laughs> no! No, that was a voluntary twitch because I got a little bit cold. Just like... I know. Uh, you're just like looking at it, like checking it out. You're just like, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be the next Terry Crews. that out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Old Spice, sponsor me. Among the, hundred, among the hundreds of terrifying possessions, museum goers can even peek inside the VW death van in which Dr. Jack Kevorkian ended the suffering of terminally ill patients as well as get a close-up look at the uh, propofil chair that Michael Jackson, from Michael Jackson's death room. Perhaps most unsettling, the original staircase from Indiana's Demon House, notorious for powerful paranormal activity before being demolished in 2014. The wooden banister and creaky steps now stand in the dimly lit corner, resting on a blanket of dirt from the location. Following its installation, a group of construction workers walked off the job and re refused to come back. For that reason, visitors are required to sign a waiver stating they understand the risks before entering. Additionally, children under the age of 16 are not permitted. They can learn all about the haunted collection filmed entirely at the museum in ghost adventures artifacts on travel channel mm. <laughs> nice little pitch there um but yeah so we went there we were pretty excited uh when you get your tickets it's like you can come from one to nine which i think okay. is just like how long like those are the hours of the museum for the day um <laughs> i want to be there at 1 a.m uh well 1 p.m to nine uh Darn we, it. we went we were planning on being there at one and we were walking around the strip, going to some other places and ended up getting there later than we had intended, which actually turned out to be pretty good. Um, so we got there, got out to the back of the line, the line like wrapped around the building. So we were in the back parking lot and this Lamborghini rolls up and backs into a spot that was reserved. And John and I were like, what is, that's a Lamborghini. Who brings a Lamborghini to a haunted museum? Hold on. Who has a reserved spot for their Lamborghini at a haunted museum? It was motherfucking Zach Bagans. <sighs> and Bagans. since we got there later than intended, we were at the back of the line by where he was parked and we got to get a picture with him. I know. <laughs> you sent me that picture. You, I think, when did, when did you send me that picture? You sent me that picture, was that Friday night? No, it was Saturday. Yeah, you sent me that, like, after I had my disappointing musical festival <laughs> freaking, and I just saw it, I was like, fuck! I, I, I remember, like, I, Jules turned me, too, I was like, I was like, no, no, and she's like, what? I'm like, hold on, hold on, I, I think uh, she better not be lying to me, and I said, sure, I was like, fuck! <laughs> it's like, I was like, she has the best thing of the weekend. She had the best weekend. It was, and, you know, he, he seemed like a nice guy from the interactions that we had. It was, you know, he was... Chill to he just was cordial. Uh, yeah, he was chill to just stand there and let people come and take pictures with him. And 
you know, said That's hello. That's nice, and, at least. Like, because um, he could just be like, no, fuck Yeah, me. and John went to, like, shake his hand, and he's like, oh, I'm going to fist bump you. I've been coughing. I don't want to give him my germs. And I was like, well, that was polite of you. So, Or that was his way of indirectly being like, I don't want to shake your hand because I don't know where you've been. No. <laughs> he, did uh... have a, he did have a cough. Oh. So, <laughs> but I was like, that, that was nice of him. Um, huh. So he wasn't, like, a dick about it and was like, oh, these people are excited to see me. Peace. That like, <laughs> makes me very pleased. <laughs> Um, that, like, I really do appreciate that. As much as I give him shit for his show and stuff, I love the fact that he was just like, yeah, cool, let's all take pictures, guys. No, no, I get it. It's a TV show. He's got to, like, make a paycheck. But we yeah. did learn that he's worth, his, like, net worth is, like, $5 million or something. Shit, he's a, he's, he's a millionaire. He's, I was about to say, he's a five millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid now. You're a five millionaire. Whoa. <laughs> um, but as I said earlier, you did have to sign a waiver. And we waited in line to get in for, like, two hours. Okay. Um, which... That's a long time. It was. And it was hot. But uh, they did have, like, misters set up along the outside of the building and everything. And there was... I appreciate that. ...quite a bit of shade. You so, know, you got to, you know, protect your uh, patrons that are trying yeah. to come in. But I did... <laughs> Sorry, everyone got freaking heat stroke. <laughs> I did take a picture of the waiver that I signed. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh, so, I'm very excited. In consideration of being permitted to participate the Haunted Museum Tour. Yep, to participate the Haunted Museum Tour. Oh, I okay. hereby yeah, ag- acknowledge and agree as follows. I understand that my participation and involvement in the Haunted Museum Tour at 600 East Charleston Boulevard in Las Vegas, Nevada may include spirit detection activity, interaction with spiritual and unexplained unexplainable phenomena and or other explainable unusual or paranormal activities or interactions which necessarily include certain risks that may or may not be foreseen i acknowledge that the risks associated with the haunted museum tour could cause me others around me and third parties whom i have no control oh third parties over whom i have no control bodily injury damage to property emotional distress death or other harm <laughs> oh, I think I just suggested the spirit. I, <laughs> oh. I understand the risks associated with the Haunted Museum Tour, and even with these risks, I freely and willingly desire to participate in the Haunted Museum Tour. I hereby waive, release, and discharge any and all claims for damage or harm, personal injury, death, or property damage, which I may have or may hereby aff- accrue. Oh, hereafter accrue to me as a result of participation in the Haunted Museum Tour. The release is, this release is intended to discharge in advance Hellfire Media, LLC, Zach Bagans, Zach Bagans, the Haunted Museum, and their respective owners, officers, directors, agents, and employees from any and all liability arising out of or connected in any way with my participation in the Haunted Museum Tour. Even though the liability may arise out of negligence or carelessness on the part of those parties, it is understood that activities, such as the ones I will be participating in, involve an element of risk and danger of accident or unknown and or unexplainable paranormal activity, and knowing these risks, I hereby assume those risks. There's a lot of and Uh or statements. I agree to indemnity and to hold harmless Hellfire Media, LLC, mm. Zach Bagan, Zach Bagan's The Haunted Museum, and their respective owners, officers, directors, agents, and employees from any loss, liability, damage, cost, or expense which they, which they may occur, which they may incur as the result of my death or any injury or property damage that I may sustain while participating in any activity associated with The Haunted Museum Tour. Uh, the waiver, this waiver, 
release, indemnity, and assumption of risk is to be binding on my heirs and assigns. On my heirs? <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Like, you're signing this for, like... I would assume that would have something to do, like, if I had died. Like, oh, no okay. one else can sue for, for me. For all of like, my future children. For my heirs. Uh, and their I understand children. that by participating, I consent to photo images taken by staff during this activity to be used in any and all pub- publications and websites. I am aware that this agreement is legally binding and that I am releasing legal rights by signing it. I have read the above terms and conditions and in full and hereby acknowledge them. And that was, so that was the waiver that you have to sign to be able to go in. So we waited in line for, for two hours. Um... Before you go in, you get a little talk from Angry Joe, who was on... He's been on the show before. Okay, so when you say Angry Joe, this is someone that's previously previously been on the crew? Yeah, so okay. he, he helped them investigate, like, a theater or something in Nevada, and he was provoking a spirit, and so this was the first time that he'd been on the show, and they did a little tally, like, up in the corner of the the TV screen about how many times he said, like, are you angry? Why are you angry? So then he, thus he became known as Angry Joe. I see. Because, like, when you say that name, there's a YouTuber that I sometimes watch, and his name is Angry Joe. And I was like, oh, fuck? I'm like, Joe, uh, prob- Joe Vargas was there? Probably like, not the same. <laughs> I was like, okay. Weird. Um, so then we, we got inside, and you enter into this little, like, atrium is not the right word, but that's, like, the bathroom and the ticket office and blah, blah, blah. And okay. You have to show them your ID. To prove that you are of age and give them your waiver. Of and age then, for consent with ghosts. Yes. <laughs> um, and then you, you know, if you've already, we had our tickets online, so we just gave them our name. Like, yes, we got our tickets. They're under this name. And they were like, cool, you're good. Uh, and then we had to wait around some more. And that whole area was filled. So there was like some pictures of Zach Bagans with some like various celebrities at the Haunted Museum. Okay. Um, like there was like the picture with him in Post Malone and... Uh, fucking, what's his name from Criminal Minds? And which one? Hotch. No. The main guy. No. The okay. uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. The nerd. Oh, uh, Reese. Um, I forget that actor's name. I yeah. say yes, but he has a real name. He's the smart kid. Uh, right? Yeah, I don't remember what his name was. Um, but there there was a picture of him with him. Him with him. Good words. Yes, him with um, him. There was Zach Bagans and one of the guys from Corn. Um, <laughs> See, where was Corn at my concert? Fuck. Uh, I learned, I don't remember which guy it was from Corn, but apparently one of them used to be a mortician before he became a musician. A Death mortician metal. musician. Yeah, right? Legit. Um, there was a picture of uh, Zach with Teller. Oh, like Penn and Teller? Not, not Penn, just Teller. <laughs> what is Penn? <laughs> um, he was then, signing the waiver. So then there was like a, a TV screen that was showing a little video, blah, blah, blah. And then the whole rest of the area was filled with dolls. Like, Okay, I'm glad I didn't go. <laughs> Doesn't he hate dolls too? He does. Um, like, so remember like that one episode where it was like the doll island. Oh the... no, he does hate dolls. Um, that was one of the things that they mentioned in the first room that we went into. So <laughs> He hates this room. We get into there... And get all of that taken care of. Uh, our first tour guide, we had several throughout the thing. Um, this guy's name was Earl. And he comes in, like, briefs us a little bit, takes us back outside and around. Because you enter from, like, the other side of the building. And 
stops at a little plaque that has some information about the house. Um, as I said, it is rather old. It was built in 1938. And so he talks about the people that built it. Um, I've, I think her name was Lottie. Lottie Wingert. Lottie Da. Uh, she actually died in the house. Oh, no. Like a bajillion years ago. Oh, man. Um, Before the start of time and space. I mean, yes. Uh, she died in the house, and so they talked a little bit about that. Um, and, like, the its history. And at one point, I think the Nevada State Bar was housed there. Okay. And, like, some, they talked about some experience that they had had. Like, there was... Um, they wouldn't go down to the basement uh, alone. They would always go down in at least twos. And one lady was talking about how she had, like, put salt up over her, like, the threshold of her office door and things like that. And so then we, we go around... Um, in back, we go inside, and he takes us into this first room that has many dolls. Um, so he, and when you say he, who are, who are you referring to? Earl, the Earl. the tour guide. Okay. Uh, so we we go in there, and it's, there's a lot of dolls and some mannequins and just a whole bunch of other in like an assortment of artifacts, I guess. And he he talks about he's like, oh well, we've got our around here, we've got our our closet of dolls, but it's only it's only big enough for two ladies to go into, so I don't have any volunteers. And so these two women volunteer, and they go into the closet, and then you hear some, <laughs> you hear some giggling, and then a scream, and they, they come. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that, that, that definitely was. peaked. <laughs> yep. So there's some giggling, and then a scream, and then some more giggling. And they come out of the closet with uh, an actor. Uh, she was on the video that they were showing, uh, outside, because there were screens there as well, and it seemed like they were showing, like, the intro stuff when they did to the Halloween special. Um, but I believe this actor's name was Crystal, and she she was portraying, like, a living doll type thing. Mm. Um, so I have no idea what the inside of that cupboard looked like, but I would assume there are many dolls in there. And so they t- did talk about how... Darn, I was hoping that you got a chance to go inside of there. No. Um, they did talk about how Zach does not like dolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, or clowns. That's fair. Uh, which is also interesting. I really think the clown thing, I think we talked about this before, I feel like that really blew up with it. I feel like that was what really exacerbated... Part of it, also uh, John Wayne Gacy. Oh, that's right, because he does conversation because uh-huh. we also talked about that too. Um, um, and also, clowns are just creepy. Like, it depends on how you do well, a clown. I, see, here's the thing. That, like, that was a I weird sentence. Afraid. That's not what I meant at all. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I, I'm just gonna move on past that. Um, some of the other things that they had in this room was they had, fuck, what's his name? Anthony Laveau. Uh, I, Sounds I, French. I don't remember what his last name was. Um, I know it starts with an L. He was the founder of the Church of Satanism. Okay. Um, they had some, like, artifacts that he had used for various rituals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, and to clarify, uh, um, can you just give, like, a very, very top level of what Satanism is? No. Nope. I... I would have to prepare for that. Gotcha. <clears throat> okay. It's not what people think. Right, that's, sorry, that's what I was trying to get at. It's like, everyone's always like, it's worshipping the devil. I'm pretty sure it's, like, worshipping, like, the... the like basically oneself to become better. Sort of. I think like as a rough. Yeah. And I mean, the, the most of the stuff that I know about the church of Satanism, I did learn from a couple of podcasts where they were talking about cults and the mm. way that he ran this was very cult like. Um, but also it, the church of Satanism and like the satanic temple, like which is super active today doing mm-hmm. like 
political stuff. Right. Um, like they put up that statue of Bahamut and yeah. yeah. So those are not the same. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Those are different. Okay. Um, my understanding is that the satanic temple is, they're not actually Satanists. Gotcha. Uh, don't quote me on that. That could sure, be right, completely wrong. Right. Cause that could be, a, yeah. I'm just curious, like, cause a lot of people, when they think Satanism, they're immediately thinking like, like oh, oh, you're worshiping the devil. the devil. You're killing infants and blah, blah, blah. Like that's, that's not it. Every um, Tuesday. Yeah, like, uh, the, also, an interesting tidbit is that the Haunted Museum is right next door to a Masonic Lodge. Oh, like, like, like the, the Freemasons. Masons. There yes. Oh, like, a Masonic, I'm like, did she say massage wrong? No. <laughs> like, no? Massage Lodge. No, I did not. That's a hard word uh, to they say. They also had, I, I can't remember this guy's name either, John knows it, but the, the world's tallest man. They had one of his shoes. Wasn't he, like... Fucking enormous? Like, eight something yeah his shoe was huge it was did he have elephantitis or like i don't think so i think that was a different guy the elephant man okay um well i mean like elephantitis is like normally like where your body like grows and like certain pages like um andre like well it usually isn't like yeah but then also isn't the worst like certain parts of it yeah no i think this guy had something else i don't know Uh, okay but they had one of his shoes which is huge uh they also had a doll there called lily which Lily. Yes. <laughs> they, John and I made that joke privately to ourselves frequently. Um, does feature on the Halloween special that they filmed at the museum. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that was the, the doll that they set on the floor. And then they said that they had, like, motion capture of an apparition in the background. Oh. Um, and they did have the footage that they had from that, like, on display by the doll. And mm-hmm. so you could see where it was, like, pulling the movement markers and everything. I was like, oh, okay, there could be some there. Um, but, yeah, so they had that. They had the uh, some of the artifacts that they had. They had, like, a contract that was, like, initiating someone into the Church of Satanism. They also had a couple of cups that he, like, ritual cups that he did rituals with and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a very large dollhouse, which was a replica of... A house in San Francisco that where there had been some murders and stuff. I believe he's. I don't remember if he said names. I'm sure he did, but this guy decided that he needed to kill his entire family with a shotgun. Oh, specifically with a shotgun. I believe so. And his mm-hmm. son actually stepped in and got it away from him and shot his dad in the head and ended that. <laughs> not so fast, Jafar. Yeah. I'm sure there's more to that story, but I don't remember it. Because <laughs> then we went to the next room, which was set up kind of all like westerny themed. Okay. Um, and they had a roulette table, which uh, they said that was the devil's roulette table. Um, which it was owned by someone I believe that died via mob hit. Oh. Or something like that. Um, and then it's like maker number was also. A model something one of its identifying numbers was 666 and i was like oh okay they're maybe reaching a little bit there but i feel like it's more interesting that it, it was owned Does by it someone also have to do three scratches to mock the trinity <laughs> it did not it did have some weird stains on it but mm, stains um they were talking about how it was i feel like it being owned and like operated by the mob is a much more interesting story than sure. it having like the number 666 on it um and then they had some letters from Wyatt Earp, I believe. Wyatt Earp. That name sounds super familiar. Why does that name sound super familiar? He he did Wild West things. 
Oh, Tombstone. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's what it is. Uh, also, okay. uh, Jesse James, when he was died, I guess his, when he was died, Jesus Christ. When he was died. <laughs> when he died, his, I guess his mother had buried him in her front yard. And she said that it was so that she could wake up and see her son every day. But she, she, what she would do is she would take pebbles from his grave and she had this little like press thing that she would emboss cards and then she would sell them. And so they had this like card embosser thing that she had been using as well. And huh. so that was kind of neat. That's really interesting. So then from there, we went into this room that had a bunch of artwork um, or like haunted paintings or whatever. Um, there was a memorial to Lottie Wengert, who had, because uh, this, uh, the room that it was set up in was her bedroom, which was where she had died. Um, and they had a, a great big mirror in there that I guess her daughter said that she had spoken to her mother after she passed in that mirror or had like seen her in that mirror or something. Mm -hmm. Was that the same mirror that they did during the Halloween special as well, where they had that person looking? No, but I will talk about that in a moment. Okay. Sorry. Um, they had a large painting that had been used as a prop for, I think it was silent Hill that the canvas that they had used had some like weird paranormal history to it. And then afterwards, I think like the, like the prop house or the building next door or something weird, like burnt down and, Mm. The, the guy was like, which is odd, because it is a portrait of a woman being burned at the stake. Ha ha, fire. Like, okay. <laughs> Everything um, burns. But then, like, the main attraction of that room was Bella Lugosi's mirror. Um, okay. Which, Bella Lugosi was the original Dracula. Um, they said that he used this mirror for scrying. Um, that he was into, you know, mysticism, things like that. Um, after he passed the... I think his like apartment and everything in it was it was like sold to or like as is or whatever this guy moved in um he was involved with the mob he was brutally murdered like they put screwdrivers in his knees um oh my god yeah it was what viciously murdered um screwdrivers and so uh, then they said that the only witness to this murder was the mirror um as far as I can tell, like every <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall, who killed this man? Most of most of the things that say the mirror are haunted, like cite the episode of Haunted Possessions or like Deadly Possessions, in which Zach Bagan says that it is haunted. Mm-hmm. Is it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably not. Um, well, it also depends, like too, like how do you look at it? Because there's that episode. Uh, I actually think. Em and Christine go into it where, like, if you have the lights off and you stare in the mirror, it actually affects your yeah. vision and you start to hallucinate because you're things. trying yeah. to, your brain's trying to comprehend what it's seeing. Mm-hmm. And, and so then they, were, they gave us the opportunity to where if you want to, like, stand on this side of the room, we're going to open up the mirror. You can look into the mirror for a little bit. Um, so we did that. Uh, I saw my face. <laughs> oh my God. Horrific. Put it back. <laughs> yes. Which was terrifying because I was like, oh, is that what my hair looks like today? From there, where did we go from there? Uh, from there, I believe, we out of that room, we switched tour guides. I do not remember what her name was. <clears throat> and she took us into a room that was set up to be, like, the office of Dr. Jack Kevorkian, um, mm-hmm. who I don't know if you know much about him. He had a van, and he would go around helping people with assisted suicide. So people that were terminally ill. I was going to say, the name yeah. sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had... So he's another one of those, uh, what are they called? It's like, like, it, It's not an mercy? angel of, an angel of death, because that's something death? different. Um, okay. 
but the angel death is like when they're in the hospital yeah and like they're like and there's oh or god i can't remember what this guy's name was cullen um there was Edward? a no, he had a different first name. I don't remember what his first name is. That's that's what today is, me not remembering people's names. Uh, he, I read a, a pretty good book about him, and he killed so many people. He was a nurse. And so between, like, his access to people and means... Oh, he was and, the one that got shipped around to multiple different hospitals. Yeah, because nobody was look, checking up on them. No, like, they were just hiring him willy-nilly. Like, like, they let him go, but, like, they didn't have, like, anything, like, negative about him in their fi- files, so, like, they pretty much... Yeah, it was so, fucking nuts. What was it? He, like, went to, like, six different hospitals yeah. at least, and, like, there's a hundred potential uh-huh. deaths, if not more. So, like, him and, oh, like, Jolly gosh. Jane, those those were, like, angels of death. I don't, I don't know what you would class... Maybe angel of mercy? I don't think so. I feel like that is, like another name for the like angel of death category yeah but this like these were people chose this he just helped them with the means Um, so he facilitated their suicide that they'd already chosen to do yes and and then like manipulate him into it correct okay cool and he wasn't like oh sign over all of your things to me and blah 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 like no like these they had some stuff about some of the people that did choose to take their life this way and it was like people that had terminal cancer people with als Mm. you know things that they're not Pleasant so that, ways to go. Right. Um, and they had several signed... So I guess I didn't realize this. He, I guess he also did art. They had okay. several signed prints of his artwork um, around. And they, they had made the office, you know, kind of creepy with, like, specimens of stuff, blah, blah, blah. Which I'm sure mm. were probably real body parts because science and stuff. Um, and then we, from there, you, like, go into a room that has the alleged V-dub bus that he drove around the country on mm-hmm. on in you know how how you drive around on a car <laughs> with his reins <laughs> um which was interesting because they had a little video before that where zach was interviewing like dr kevorkian's lawyer or something and he was like yeah no i'm pretty sure like we we sent it to the scrapyard it was crushed into a ball blah blah blah, blah. And then later the guy was like, well, neither of us actually saw it be destroyed. We just sent it to the junkyard. And now we have this bus here that, like, mark for mark, dent for dent, seems to match up with the the thing. And so, um, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Yeah. But I feel like saying that it definitively is, is a stretch. Yeah. Um, But they had that set up how it would have been, like, during a procedure with all of that stuff. Um, and they, they did, it was, that area was set up like a memorial to the people that had taken their lives, um, which was kind of nice. Um, going out of there, they had a room that was full of like murderabilia. All right. Um, they had several pieces of artwork by John Wayne Gacy. They had the, uh, like mugshot chair that OJ sat in. They had Ted Bundy's glasses. Um, they had so it was like a mix of paranormal plus like yeah historical like true uh-huh. crime kind of stuff. Um, they had Charles Manson's fake teeth. There's an artist oh who his like medium is human blood. Okay, so I remember he... this being an episode on. It was either Criminal Minds or something along those lines. Where they painted and they, they weren't, I can't recall if they were actually killing someone or if they were just getting their blood from mm-hmm. someone. 
Well, I think this guy is getting his blood through legal means. But what he did is he he used it to paint a a portrait of Charles Manson. But then, like, his cremated remains are in, like, the eyes. Which was weird. I don't fucking like that. Uh, and it was it was a weird, like, an uncomfortable like likeness. All. Like, it, it looked just like him. Um, they also had, like, some some things that Manson had owned while he was in prison. Uh, Richard Ramirez's uh, shirt that he wore to court that's supposedly cursed. Mm. Um, fuck, there was... Something next to that that was interesting, I'm sure. Um, they had the, like, serial killer Santa outfit that he had worn. Uh, whatever that guy's name was. And then we went into a different room that had... At least I think this is that room. It had, like, celebrity death memorabilia stuff. So there was, like, the wedding dress that was next to... The, that uh, Sharon Tate had worn... Um, that I guess was like hanging up next to where, or like in the vicinity of where she was murdered during the, the Manson murders. Okay. Uh, Liberace's piano, which was really cool looking. They had that set up with a video of Liberace performing with, uh, Debbie Reynolds. Okay. Uh, like the, a chair from Michael Jackson's room. I know it was waiting for like a Michael Jackson's room. Uh-huh. Um, Johnny Cash's black shirt. Uh, true. They had some stuff. The stuff that, uh, the clothes that Truman Capote had been wearing when he died, um, which that, I mean, that was kind of interesting because, like, it was all cut up where you could see where they had tried to resuscitate him. Mm. Um, uh, Kevin, Kevin, Patrick Swayze's passport. Uh, they had a whole room of stuff from Jerry Lewis. They had, like, some of his IDs, and they had the costume that he wore when he was the devil in Damn Yankees on Broadway, and some of his, his costumes from... The, a movie that he did called the, but the clown who cried or the day the clown cried or something like that. Um, I don't like that title at all. I guess it was never actually released, but it was about a clown that would perform for children that were on their way to the death chambers at the concentration camps in Germany. And I guess oh, after, I hate that more now. After they completed the movie, Jerry Lewis watched it and was like, "I hate this," and now it just stays at the Library of Congress and. You can go there and watch it, but until that's where it stays, until it enters public domain, I guess. So that's interesting. Well, that's such a creepy premise that there's mm-hmm. a clown there that's like, hey, we're gonna have fun, and then go to the gas I don't, chambers. I, I didn't look into the movie, so I don't know if there's more to it. Sure. Um, but then they also had Michael Jackson's makeup case. Um, some other things in there. Uh, we went into a, another room that had, it was like a human skull and an assortment of odd things that they were talking about. Cause I don't know if you remember from the, uh, the Halloween special, they had this like woman named Lady Snake come in and like do a ritual in the basement or whatever, blah, blah, blah. They had some of the stuff that she uses for that. Cause it had two, it had two yeah. people and they were like rival. Yeah, they set them up as like dueling witches, and yeah. I was like, okay. About like telling each other, I guess. Like, I guess they were like a known rivalry, and they didn't tell each other that mm-hmm. the other was coming. So I'm not, I'm not gonna tell you how to do your witchcraft. Like, that's your magic is your magic, but that's not my magic. <laughs> and together we've summoned Beelzebub. Yeah. Um, they had it was like a. I don't think it had a name other than just like a murder doll, where. 
this, jerky? No, it was a doll that was owned by a child that somebody was... Oh, shit. Maybe this is the one where a, the dad was murdering people and the son stepped in. Well, fuck, now I don't know which thing that story went to. But this... The TLDR, this girl had this doll. Uh-huh. Uh, they were in the presence of a murder, and blood got on the, the doll's dress. And at some point, or somehow, throughout all of the years, nobody fucking washed this dress. And so it has blood stains on it. And I guess it was donated by the family because it had been, like, passed down as an heirloom or whatever. And, like, people were getting sick Here, and weird you're things. You're holding the and... blood of a dead man. Yeah, like, that was... Okay, that was weird. Uh, there was... Definitely not hygienic. Yeah, no. I don't remember where... So there were a ton of rooms in this building. Like, it was it was a pretty big building. A lot of the rooms were very small, though, which was weird. Um, and so you go in in groups of, like, 14 or 15. So there, there were several times where we were all just, like, sardined into some places. Um, they had, like, a, a taxidermy room where the... A uh, lady was talking about, she's like, oh, I like, like, this one over here and this one over here. And then suddenly the door at the back of the room, like, whooshes open and the people that are at the front scream because, oh my god, that was so startling. And mm-hmm. um, I was like, oh, okay. We're, we're doing jump scares now. Great. Um, and it was very dimly lit. And Atmospheric. This really bothered me, especially by the time we were done, is they had tried to do, like, ambient odors. And it became, like, very overpowering. Ambient odors. Oh. So I'm assuming you mean, like, it was, like, <laughs> there was supposed to be subtle scents. If I, mean, I think ambient, I'm thinking, like, auditory. Yeah, I don't know if it was... It, I definitely wouldn't oh, call it subtle. The there vinegar. was uh, one room that I have just remembered we walked into. Um, it was set up to be, like, a barn um, because it had Ed Gein's cauldron in it. And that room smelled very heavily of something, but I did not care for it. Mm-hmm. Um... That room was interesting because, like, they, so they had his cauldron, they had his shovel, um, they, that room had been designed by one of the, like, set designers from American Horror Story. Okay. So that was neat. Um, but then, then we go through the, like, taxidermy thing, the door swings open, Uh, we Mm -hmm. enter there, go into, uh, we switch tour guides again, and we walk through an area of, like, circus memorabilia. Um, there was this super elaborate carved set of, I want to say it was probably like a Barnum and, Barnum and Bailey thing that this guy carved over like 10 years. It was super intricate. They had the whole thing set up there and it was really neat. Uh, so we walk through there, go into another room you've got, and that was like the sideshow room. And that mm-hmm. was set up with, I mean, just some like weird clown dolls and stuff around. The main attraction of that room was they had a guy there that was actually doing like sideshow performing stuff. So he put a drill through his nose. Um, he had, like, a six-inch drill bit, and he put it up his nose a couple times. Um, yeah. Uh, he had a bucket. It's not gonna work. I don't know. I'm not gonna try it. <laughs> he had... <I> and <laughs> I mean, he didn't just, like, put it up there. Like, it was on, so it was rotating as he, like, put it up <laughs> and down, up and down his nose. This is to show you I don't have a brain! Uh, and then he had a bucket that was attached to some chain that was attached to some fish hooks. Oh. Uh. Was it the mouth or was it... It was his eye sockets. He put the fish hooks in his eye sockets. And he handed this lady a a cup of water and had her pull the water, pour the water in the bucket. And then he like swung the bucket around. Um, 
He seemed like a nice fellow. <laughs> I could just see him walking down the street. Yeah. Um, so from there, we went into... What, I think, what did they call it? Like the mummy stairs or something? We went up some decently steep stairs that had mummies at a couple of places. And then he had us go into this area that they called the fun house. Which, this felt wholly unnecessary for the purposes of a museum. Um, which, it was just like this twisty corridor lined with clowns. And there were, you know... So it's almost like a, like a, like a lame Like a haunted house. house, yeah. So, you're walking through, there's all these mannequins, and of course, oh, it's a real person! Mm. Or then something, like, something jumps out at you, and I was like, oh, come on. Well, they um, probably were like, we need some... They're probably thinking like we need something performance wise in here. Like, yeah, we don't. No, you did not. But like, they're probably like, well, everyone like they they need to run to something. That my other than the smell thing, my biggest complaint is that sometimes it leaned more towards haunted house than haunted museum. Right, and uh, would you say that then it felt like it cheapened the experience? Like almost like it took away from what you were a little bit trying to enjoy. Um, which I'm sure that that's totally what some people want. That was Mm -hmm. not what I want. Um, there were some really, really cool things in there. I don't need to walk through a windy hallway of clowns. Like that, no, no. Um, past that, I believe, is where we went into the room with the Divic box. Um, and that was another thing where they, they brought us into this room. He told us about it. Um, he's like, oh, if people want to go in, um, come to this side. If you don't, come to this side. There was only one, one girl that didn't want to go in. Um, so she... When the bacon says one opening. <laughs> She waited in that room. It was like the antechamber or something. I don't know. Um, and <laughs> the rest of us went in and he told us, is like, make sure that you circle around because it is a smaller, a smaller room. So we need to you know, circle around just so that everybody can get in and see. Um, so that, that was really neat to see. And it's, I mean, it looks exactly like the pictures I've seen, but mm-hmm. it was in a case. Um, the inside of the case, there was a salt ring around it of with course. sage and he was talking about it. I was like, you know, the sage is molding and sage doesn't mold. And I was like, I'm, it's a plant. Plant material will mold. It's <laughs> eternal. We're being overrun by sage. <laughs> I had to throw out moldy sage a while ago. I can tell you sage will mold. Unless you're trying to say that our house is full of demons, which I disagree. Unless, like, they're, unless they dry their sage, like like beef jerky style. I, you know what ouch. I mean? Like they basically just turn it into dust. It's like, it's like a compressed flower in a book. Yeah. It's just like... Which, I mean, it looked like it was dry. I don't know. It, I don't know. Um, they, their story there is that it, you know, it was made by a Holocaust survivor to deal with blah, 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 which doesn't necessarily track with a lot of the research that I did for when I did the episode on the Divot right. Box. And that was one of our earlier episodes. I think it may have even been, like, in, like, single digits, like, episode two or three, if I'm not mistaken. It, it's one of the earlier ones. Uh, yeah, yeah, go back and find that one, because that was a good episode. Um... Because the Divic box is super interesting. Divic, yep. Episode six. six. Yeah. So go check out episode six if you haven't listened to that, because that one I, I go in depth with the Divic box. Um, and they had the stuff that was that was in the Divic box, like, displayed out. Mm-hmm. And so that was neat. Uh, from there, we went, the next room that we went into was another one where he's like, if you don't want to go in, like, wait over here, blah, blah, blah. Did anyone try to harass the spirit? In the Divic Box room? No, that was something that they told us, too. They were like, don't provoke, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, don't provoke, don't, don't do that, because, like, we've, we've had things happen, and... Yeah, so, like, there was the... (laughs) CJ brought us a toy. He's like, your conversation is Play with me? Um, 
and, you know, talking about, like, experiences that people have had there, or, like, oh, they felt this, or then they, mm-hmm. this person passed out, blah, blah, blah. I've said blah, blah, blah a lot. I'm apologizing. That's okay. This person this. just stopped existing. Why yeah. I watched them fade. Things like that. Uh, the next room that we went into was uh, Peggy the Doll. Hello, goodbye. Hello, goodbye. Um, and that room was creepy. It was a very small room. Um, they had her against the back wall in her little case, and then the whole area around that was just surrounded by dolls. I was like, she she had a ring of salt, but it was like a ring of like every salt carton, like the kosher, like, <laughs> like super salt. The Morton salt girl. Yeah. Uh, they had dolls, and like you could tell that their like the makeup on the dolls had be done had had been done, so they had like dark circles around their eyes and looked extra creepy. Oh, uh, like. Okay. And then they had a a spirit box in the room, so it was very loud. Just. <laughs> did any did it say anything like? Taco Bell. <laughs> no. Uh, people did ask questions. Uh, and that was when they, he's like, before you go in, he's like, yep, say hello. Uh, uh, you know, she like, treat her like a child because that's how she behaves. So say hello, Peggy. When you leave, say goodbye, Peggy. Yeah. And John made a big deal when we left. He was like, I didn't say hello or goodbye. And I was like, am I supposed to be impressed? John. Like, cool. Because what's funny is when I when I listened to the episode about that and like in this it, like for me in my head it feels like it's completely just like uh, coincidental. Mm-hmm. That's when I started getting that weird chest. Remember like that whole yeah. thing. Like I'm like this is really weird. This has never happened before, and I've just been having it ever since. Where I have like this weird like chest popping thing that happens on me. Well, that was something that they told us too. Is that like one of the things that happens most often in there? They're like, oh, so you know, sometimes people have like chest pains or heart attacks or strokes or. You know, bloody noses, I guess, is what's most common. They said something like, oh, there's, there's been like six, 36 bloody noses that she's caused or something like that. And I was like, John, you are very prone to bloody noses. Don't do that. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> um, they tell you not to like, don't look at her. Don't look her in the eye. Right. Remind me what the rules are for uh, that doll. It's, well, it's say hello. hello. Uh, and I don't think she likes pictures taken of her. She doesn't like pictures. Um, kind of in like a Robert the doll. Isn't it, do you ask questions? Right? You're not supposed to say things about yourself if I recall, right? Aren't you supposed to like... Uh, maybe. I don't remember that specifically, but people were asking questions about her like, oh, how old are you? Uh, do you like it here? Somebody asked if she liked Zach. Uh, we didn't get any mm-hmm. responses, but... Or at least anything that we could ascertain as a response. She was like, another one of these. It just sounded like spirit box cycling. Uh, the next thing there was we moved into... we. Had, this one was weird. We had... Oh, we switched tour guides again. Uh, this one we had to move... Go into this room one at a time. And it was just kind of like a loop that you walked through. Where they had the... I think it was like a mummified skull of a man in Scotland that had been killed... Because they thought he was a witch. And it was incredibly well preserved. But so you'd walk through that and you'd see the thing and then you'd leave. Uh, From there we went downstairs into a newer room where they had the devil's rocking chair. Where this one was set up about uh, the Warrens. So Ed and Lorraine. And the... Not the conjuring, that was Annabelle. Um I can't remember which movie is based off of it, but when they were dealing with the the possession of a young boy, um mm-hmm. there was this rocking chair that whenever anyone would sit in it, they would have issues, and so this was that rocking chair, and they 
talked about how when they first opened up that room, there it like stirred up a lot of weird energy in the place and a lot of the staff were having problems and so they ended up closing the room for a little bit until that calmed down. Uh the next room was oh, there was a room upstairs that I missed. This one was about a serial killer that I was actually not familiar with. His name was Robert Bord- Bordella? Bord- something along those lines. Okay. Uh, he would lure male sex workers and then, like, trap... Trap is not... Uh, uh, conf- no, not confine. Uh, well, like, did it keep him from moving? Did it keep him from leaving? Did he... Yes. Host- hostage isn't the right word. Um, so you wouldn't confine them. You... I can't, I, there's a specific word that I'm looking for, and I cannot trap them? prisoner. Maybe like keeping okay. that. He would lure them there, and then he would torture them for like six weeks, and then he would dismember them. Okay. And while he was doing this, he would keep a detailed log of everything that he did to them and how, like, what it caused. Um. And this happened in, like, Kansas City, Missouri or something. And he admitted to killing six men specifically so he could avoid the death penalty, but they think that he killed many more. And so they had that set up with... Um, there were Why? Pitch- is seven the magic number? I have no idea. Um, they had, like, a video playing of his... Like, a, a confession that he had did. They had his log. Um, a couple of, like, uh, the knives that he had used to dismember people. Um, and they had a little, like, staging area that was set up how he had his torture chamber set up. Mm. Um, and then just, like, some pictures along the wall of, they were, like, crime scene pictures, pretty much. Um, and then, after, so then, after the Warren room, we went into another room that had, it was about a paranormal investigator whose name I do not remember. It was a lady. She invented a whole lot of various uh, devices. Yeah. And then she was trying, I don't know if she was trying to contact someone or trying to provoke a possession or something, but she had all of these devices and she had been like taking pictures and I guess she had called her family for help and was like something or just like notifying them of this like possession, things are bad, blah, blah, blah. And they were just like, oh no, whatever. And then they went to check on her the next day and she was dead surrounded by like her devices. Um, and so the, the theory is that she was killed by demonic possession. Um, and they said that most of the, like, the information about her has been, like, erased because they didn't want to be associated with that. So they just, like, struck her from history, which is very odd. From there, we went into a room about, like, nautical problems, I guess. Um, they had a large, like, erector set model of the Titanic. Okay. They had a mirror that I guess was owned by the captain or someone that had worked aboard the Titanic that I guess every year on the day the titanic sank it's like you can see the captain in the mirror (laughs) john and i did notice that the way they had it set up it was so there was the mirror here and next to it was a picture of the captain and if you looked at it in just the right way you could see a reflection of the picture in the mirror um right I get what you're saying, yeah, cause I, like, like, it's like when you lean, like, you can see, like... Well, and because it had, like, beveled edges and whatever, but it was, uh, people that were like, oh, we can see this, take this thing. I don't know if they set it up that way on purpose or not, but if they did, like, good placement, good job. Mm-hmm. 
And then they also had some things from the Splendor, which is the boat that uh, Robert What's-His-Fuck and Natalie Wood were on when Natalie Wood mysteriously died. And by mysteriously died, I mean was totally fucking murdered by her husband. And then we went into the last room, which was the demon house room. And so you go in, and that room was so fucking small. They had the area that you could stand into, like, we were, we were real squished. And so they showed a video, and then the guy came back in. I think at this point our tour guide's name was Brian. And... We have changed tour guides. Yeah, we had, like, four or five. Um, they brought in this or he came in and grabbed there were handles around and so he like pulled up the viewing windows or whatever so that you could Mm -hmm. see the stairs and the things that had been found under there um and that whole area was set up so it was like very dark and but there was like a red light and i was like oh you've made it spooky okay right um the odor in there was very strong as well and then after that we just went back out and I, I guess we were, they were waiting because maybe the gift shop was crowded or something because as it is a museum, that is where you will exit is through the gift shop. Mm-hmm. And so we stood there and he was like, yes, this is the end of the tour. Does anyone have any questions? No, no questions. Are you sure? Are you sure you don't want to ask me any questions? Maybe any, someone has some questions. Does anyone want to know about things that have happened here? And I was like, can we, like, are we hostage? Can we leave? Like, um, now we will dismember you and insert you in the yeah. dolls. And then the the gift shop was, it had like two little sections and they were both very small, but it had like shirts and all of that bullshit. And then it also had like Palo Santo and sage and stuff that you could buy. Cause, and that was another thing before he sent us off to the gift shop. He was like, yep, we sell sage and Palo Santo in case you're worried that like something might follow you home. And that does happen sometimes, blah, blah, blah. Um, I see. So just like yeah. sewing in that little bit of uh-huh. it can't happen. It can follow you home. For the Which rest I mean, of your that's life. totally a thing that it can happen. But like, I it's probably not as big an issue as you're trying to make it. Right. Uh, something that was weird is that so when we went outside, we were I sat down on a bench next to the door because uh, we were trying to figure out where we wanted the Uber to pick us up from and where we wanted to go. And this girl came out and she was just like hysterical, just crying. And this mm. like the security guy that came out with her was like. A lot of people feel better when they leave the building and like get. <laughs> if you can just like, get out, uh, leave, don't come back. And this girl was like, "Oh my god, I don't know what's happening." And I was like, "What is happening?" So, overall, there's a lot of really cool things in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets a little hammy and hokey sometimes. Sure. And smells some, and sounds. Yeah, sometimes gets a little haunted housey, and you know, sometimes some of the stuff they've got there, it's. Who knows what the legitimacy of sure. it is? Like, because they have to play it up anyways. Cause yeah. Otherwise, why would people come? Yeah. Which I, I like. Like I said earlier, I don't think you could say like, yes, this is obviously a Doctor Jack Kevorkian's car. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know about that. It's interesting to think that it might be, but it was pretty cool that we got to see Zach. That was very <laughs> cool. That was super cool. And I'm sure you'll treasure it. Yes. Um, I'll, I will try to remember to, to post, post that picture comes of, of John and I with Zach when this episode releases. Well, when I'm editing it. Yes. You, I will hear you it. Remind um... me. Uh, a couple of other interesting things that we did when we were on this trip, because they were so cool, is we went to, we saw the resident show at the Bellagio, the Cirque du Soleil. It was O, as in like the letter O. That's just what it's called. Oh. Oh, yes. Um, 
Is that what they did that? Oh, yes. oh, oh. Which it's uh, the one that is like centered around water. Okay. And it was fucking incredible. I bet. It was so good. There was one sequence where they had. If there's like a seesaw is not the right word, but they swung back and forth. And like pendulums? Yeah, kind of, but they had like platforms on the bottom. So there would be two people standing in the back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, someone would be on the other end and they'd get them swinging so they would go really high and then someone would, like, fly off of the end and do a super fancy <laughs> yeah! dive. And they had this really incredible section of diving going on that was insane. And then after that, we saw Absinthe, which is in, like, a little tent out in front of Caesar's Palace. And that's... Uh, Cir- Cirque du Soleil is not... necessarily an appropriate like comparison they're very very different shows they were similar in that they did have they both did have acrobatics yeah. uh one of the reviews that i saw said that it was like cirque du soleil channeled through rocky horror which i feel is appropriate hmm. it was most definitely an adult show um okay it was definitely geared towards adult there was like little in between act bits where there was a couple of mcs and they they were making fun of people in the audience. Like it was it was real funny. Um uh the super, super like graphic sex jokes, blah blah blah. Mm. One of the things why did I say that again? Uh one of the things that they did is they had they picked like an old white guy and a young black guy and then a young Asian woman. And I'm saying this because that is how they were addressed. Uh, and then the two men had to have a lap dance off. <laughs> and huh. it was, it was funny. It was very surprising. The, you know, the things that came out of people. Not, mm, that was Crazy. bad phrasing. <laughs> Not like that. Uh, so, and, and then there was a, a woman in the front row that was, is next to two guys, which that was something else is that these two guys were sitting there, the, um, the guy had been kind of picking on them all night. He was like, yep, these two gay guys over here. So anytime he'd make like a jizz reference, he was like, oh, but I know that they like it or something. Or he uh-huh. said something about, I don't know. He's like, yeah, the jizz, you're just eating it, but you're not reading the nutrition facts or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, everybody that was being picked on was a really good sport about it. Made That's it good. super fun. But during this lap dance off, they did bring up that woman from the front row. And hers was most definitely the best lap dance. So she also got free drinks. But nice. she had to choose, the woman had to choose between these two guys, and the way that she had to do this was by, like, they had to stand really close, and then whoever she thought was the best, she had to grab their crotch. And she, she did the best possible thing, I think, in that scenario, was she grabbed them both. Good for <laughs> her. So they all got I free drinks. Choose. and Yep. So they all got free drinks, and it was very entertaining, but they had things, like, there was... Like roller skating acrobatics, um, some really fucking intense juggling that was really cool. Mm. A lot of aerial stuff. It was really neat. I highly recommend both of those shows. And if you like paranormal things, definitely check out the Haunted Museum. There's a lot of cool stuff there. Uh, be aware, if you have a thing about clowns, there are many of those there. Which is interesting, considering that Zach hates clowns. They just don't back in the building anymore. <laughs> I, I, maybe he just doesn't go up there. Yeah. Um, but do know that some of them, most of them are fake. Uh, like, two of them are real. <laughs> They're people. 
And John and I were towards the back of the group. John was behind me, so I didn't see this. But I guess one of them, like, started following us. And John was like, um, hi. And she said something about, like, my favorite are the red ones, because they taste funny or whatever. And I was like, I don't, what? The red ones? I don't know. Neither of you have red hair. <laughs> but that was, that's the <laughs> convoluted story of the Haunted Museum. From what I could remember. Well, that's super fun. I'm um, glad it was <laughs> eventful. We weren't allowed least. to take pictures inside, which was a bummer because I would have loved to have taken pictures of some of like the Dybbuk box and, you know, Bella Lugosi's mirror, things like that to right. show people that I know would be interested in that. But that's how they make their money is off of their, you know, their pictures, right? Well, that and the, the thing was about it, like angering spirits or whatever and that's another thing is that they say that the building it's in is already haunted and i don't know i mean i get it that's fine but i wanted to take pictures of things to show people now now what you need to do is you need to make it over to the east coast with the uh like with annabelle uh you know i'm really wondering what's gonna happen to annabelle now that lorraine warren has died yeah because i know that there was some things that she had very specifically left to the vatican 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 um and i would not be surprised if annabelle was one of the things that was left to the vatican Hmm. (laughs) Vatican's like fuck it i don't want it well because these are things that are supposed to go into their like crypts of whatever the fuck they have there and stay locked away forever Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm glad you got to have a super eventful <laughs> weekend. I'm sorry that yours was a little lackluster. I know. I just feel bummed because I was like hoping I'm like, I like I want something to like really like dig into and talk about. And my whole thing was like, yeah, Boise Music Festival. I was like, and they're oh. like, oh, oh, there was. A, here's one funny thing about Boise Music Festival that I thought was fucking hilarious. There were at every one of those clothing things had Make America Great Again hats. Oh, fuck. But for some reason, right next to them, they had, like, you know, Love is Love mm. and Pride. Like, right next to each other. I was like, what? What is this? Like, are you just pandering? These are things you... don't go together. Yeah, I'm like, mm, I'm surprised these hats don't both just burst into flames. I mean. Because, you know. Ugh. Yeah. But that was, like, one thing I thought was hilarious. Was like, I pointed out, like, they keep having, like, you know, liberal things right next to, like, clearly not liberal mm-hmm. things. Um, yeah. I didn't get a chance to see Pitbull. That's fine. Yeah. Mr. Worldwide. Woo! That's, how, that's what always starts. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, Woo. Yeah. So, uh. Shall we? Yeah, let's roll for next episode. I have a set of halvesies dice. These are treasury dice. So they're half silver and half gold. And they are pretty. I got them from the Kickstarter. Mm. You sure do a lot of Kickstarters. (laughs) No, I love it, though. (laughs) I love the fact that you support, like, you're like, these things are cool. I would like Uh these things. And because you give money, it helps them actually make those things Mm -hmm. and get it over to you. So it helps them get something in you. Well, I've been too. fortunate in that I have not been burned by Kickstarters much. I've, I've only had one so far where I'm like, eh, this was kind of eh. mm-hmm. But for the most part, they've all was been Was that great. the uh, second set of Elder Dice that you got? Yeah. Where it was just like... Yeah, I just wasn't looks. impressed by those. I was like, I've, I feel like this is stuff that I've seen on like AliExpress. Mm. I got a six. Six. So that Entertainment. is... Entertainment. Yeah. Mm. 
Alright, and then it's pictures for me. Whoop whoop! History and education. education! Okay. Let me put that into the calendar so yeah. we don't forget. Well, well, uh, you know, because that's what I had previously. Was that it one? was, wasn't it? Uh, well, thanks for tuning in. Come back next week to find out what the fuck we're talking about. Bye! Bye. If you've got something to say, find us on Anchor at anchor.fm slash WTFpod. Email us at wtf.podcast.mail at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WTFAYTA Podcast. That's WTFAYTA, our acronym, Podcast. Our music was by Decker Hinckley, and our artwork was by Kirby Morfitt.